a Steve Mathis production. Check it out, Pulp MX fans. We're proud to announce iPhone users can now get the official Pulp MX app from the App Store and have archives, show drops and technical info, stories, and even exclusive bonus Pulpcasts not available anywhere else. As always, use the Mathis code at btosports.com. And when buying from Amazon, click the banner on pulpmx.com to show your support. episode of the Steve Mathis show there is a high chanceability you will either learn something a lot of people don't know you left thinking or make you say to yourself dude that's so funny the bottom line is this podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview welcome to the racer x podcast show brought to you by btosports.com hosted by Steve Mathis Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. With me is, uh, is a guy I've wanted to get on here for a little while, but uh, in the middle of the racing season, it always seems like we're so, so busy. And that's none other than Geico Honda's Eli Tomac. Uh, Tomac, what's up, man? Just uh, here in California now for good. Yeah. Um, obviously riding Supercross. Um, you know, I, I started Supercross training at home in Colorado, but mm-hmm. obviously it snows there, so... Uh, yeah, we're out here now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for doing this for me too. By the way, I know uh, in the season it, it gets it gets hectic, man, for sure. Um, yeah, so long, long season. You're uh, you're still living in Colorado a little bit, huh? You're trying to do that um, as much as you can. Yeah, that's um, what we try to do. Right. Um, pretty much that that's our base. Yeah, you know, we'll supercross out there from uh, you know just after Paul until about. Um, Thanksgiving time is when we rolled out here to California. So, uh-huh. you know, we try to we stay there as long as we can until it starts freezing. You know, and then you can't, you know, <laughs> yeah, you uh, can't work on the track good. And obviously, you want to ride when it's thirty degrees out. Yeah. Well, what's the soil like there in, in Colorado? Like, what's your Supercross track made out of? How's how's it to ride? It's it's definitely not like super gnarly clay like here in California. Right. Like you won't get like blue groove, but it'll it, it'll get hard enough. So I think it's a good um, mm-hmm. mix. You know. Uh, you know, it's kind of like uh it's just a skatier, softer dirt. You know, it's hard enough to like for the jumps and all that, but we do have to like repair loops quite a bit, so that's yeah. only pain in the butt. Who uh, who builds your track for you? Or let me guess, your dad uh, does Barnett. it. Your dad does yeah. it by hand. <laughs> <laughs> your dad does it by yeah, hand. My, <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to know. Um, right, Mark Barnett. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Bomber, he's he's freaking awesome. Hey, do you find it? Um, and, and I don't know how much you want to admit to it, but. Geico guys, Honda guys, they, you know, it's just like the old Mitch Payton wants it this way, so a lot of people seem to be copying it. They want you in California. Do the guys pressure you at all, or are they okay with that, with you being in Colorado? Um, no, you, you know, our, our team's been pretty good about that. You know, yeah. they're not really, like, controlling me, telling me you have to come out here, do this, do that. Um, right. We are trying to do more team stuff this year, though. 
you know, like we're trying to do some more team ride days, you know, and get get all the guys together, you okay. know, so we can be a, a better team, I guess. And, you know, I think Pro Circuit does that too, so I think we're trying to go a little more that way. Right, right. Yeah, I know uh, it's a constant battle um, for guys to, you know, where they want to live. Now, for people who don't know, you're not anywhere near Lakewood, Colorado, near Denver is what everybody thinks of uh, Colorado, right? We spoke a little bit at Lakewood. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, you're far. Exactly. Phoenix, Arizona is closer, you know, than mm-hmm. uh, Denver is for me, so. Yeah. yeah, it's like seven hours or something. Yeah, so so you're out in the middle of... In the uh, southwest corner of the state, yeah. Yeah, Cortez. exactly. And are you at elevation out there? Yeah, it's like 5,200, so... Oh, man. You know, it's, wow. it's kind of like riding. You know, that's what Lakewood is. I think it's somewhere around there, so... Yeah. You know, when I go to there or go to Salt Lake, you know, it's uh-huh. like home to me. Yeah, really? Wow, I didn't know it was that high, uh, uh, even that yeah. low, that far low in the state. Yeah. Um. Hey, new! Uh, I saw the photo shoot uh, video. New gear for you guys. New look. All new look. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um, you know, we we didn't really know what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, here it is, alias. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's pretty cool to have something new. You know, yeah. it's, it's cool to see something new out there. Yeah, it's good for the sport. Yeah, for sure. And uh, showy helmets and uh, A star boots and fo- yeah, Oakley and goggles. Yeah, with everything else. You know, the Troy helmets. <clears throat> yep, A stars, like you said, Oakley. So. Yeah. It's all some of the best stuff out there, which is really nice. Which you wore Oakley coming up as an amateur, I believe. So yeah, I've been I was an Oakley guy pretty much my whole life. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Feels uh, like you're back home again. Right, right. And uh, so, how's it going? I think I don't want to put any words in your mouth. I spoke to somebody at Geico that would know. Looks like <laughs> you're doing West. Uh, I mean, can you? Do you agree? Do you know? Can yeah. You say <laughs> I definitely think that's kind of the way things are. Is right. I would be West. I think Wilbur would be West, and then Dakotas, if everything plays out right, you know, yeah. hopefully we'd have, like, three guys on the West, kind of like PC did last year. Right, right. And uh, then it would be Barsha and Bogle. You know, that's just if everyone stays healthy and yeah. everything goes to what what I think is planned. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just makes more sense for me, you know, I'm, you know, for me to do West and, and then Barsha to do East, you know. Yeah. I mean, just for where we live, you know. Yeah, for sure, and I mean, Justin's got the number one play. You don't want to take that away, and yeah. uh, you don't want to. I yeah, don't they, think, don't, they, don't, they don't want that guy to run number one east. So yeah, and I don't. It think, all makes sense. For, and for I don't do think us. you want to put uh, yourself and um, Justin on the same coast. You know what I mean? I just don't think you want to do that. So um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, uh, hey, so last year you were very close to being West Coast Supercross champ. Uh, bad opening round, really. If you look back at the points, you got tenth, uh, eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. 10th. 10th, and, uh, and looking back, you, you definitely could have used those points. You were After that, you were super solid, a lot of podiums and yeah. some wins. Um, what I mean, it was your first Supercross ever. Is that what you're chalking it up to? What are you going to do to avoid? I guess you're just going to be more ready, more feeling it going into A1 this year, huh? Yeah, pretty much. That's what it was. It was just like first Supercross. Um, you know, I had to work on my starts. You know, those first two were bad. Like I, I think I wheelied there. I was having problems at the beginning of, like, Going off the pad and then going across the uh-huh. that like the monster board, yep, it's like yep. that slick plastic. I was going off that spinning and then hooking up and just wheeling and not have to let off, you know. And then, so that's the biggest part for me. I had to figure out with my starts. Right. I even struggled with that a little bit in Phoenix. I had to come up from the back and end up like fifth there. So uh, right. Yeah. Hopefully this year we don't start off that slow. Plan to go out there and, and win, you know. I know you had to be bummed about the way it ended at Vegas, but still overall. Looking back, you got to be excited at how you did your first year in Supercross. Yeah, for a rookie season, right. you know, it's right. almost more than expected. You know, mm-hmm. 
if you if I would have won the thing, you know, it's just like right. a complete dream come true. So uh, yeah, it was awesome, even though I didn't quite get it at all. Yeah, uh, and talking about that last race for you, um, a little bit of shenanigans going on, but I guess uh, you know, hey, whatever. Tickle won it, and uh, and that's that. But he he got he got some help from some friends, and uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? Looking back on it now, I mean, I guess uh, I think. Uh, you know, I think yourself, you can you can think about, wow, shit, I did get passed, so maybe that's it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I started in front of Brock, so I mm-hmm. can't make any excuses at all. Um, I definitely think he, you know, those guys are buddies. They all train together, yeah. like him and, and Seeley and those guys, but I think there might have been a little bit help there, but I can't blame it all on that because no yeah. one was really, like, dirty or, right. you know, Brock raced clean. It, it, so it's just the way it was. You know, I could have got a, a better start or, you yeah. know, just, straight up past Sealy while that was going down, you know, because I got past Cunningham, mm-hmm. and then I ran up into Sealy and didn't really go anywhere, and that's when they all kind of caught back up to me, so that's kind of how it went, you know. I, right. I should have uh, made a pass earlier, tried to do something early before all that went down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, looking back anyway. on it, there's a lot of things, yeah. Yep. But overall, I think anybody looking at you from the outside uh, would be thinking it's a pretty successful season. Was there... Anything about Supercross that surprised you that you really didn't think about and, you know, caught you by surprise as far as either preparation or riding or anything like that? Any any surprises? Uh, no, you know, we had the whole, like, be in shape and getting the tw- 15 laps down pretty well. Right, um, right. You know, I wasn't surprised about how, like, gnarly it was for, like, physical yeah. side of it. Um, but, uh, man, it's really important to get, you know, top two in the heat races, yeah. you know, because – once you're third place, you're already sixth gate pick, you know. So right, right. that's important to, you know, to uh, you get in heat races. You know, I didn't win a single heat race last year, so you didn't. Really? If I would have actually won the championship, that would have been pretty nuts. And I win a single heat race. But wow, you didn't win a heat race. Anyway, yeah, yeah I would. I would not have guessed no. that. If somebody had asked me if you'd won heat race, I would have said for sure at some point. Yeah, no, I never did. Guess I was saving it for the mains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to show them what you Maybe got. Get a little more fired up for those this year. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, what about your outdoor season? What'd you think? Uh, uh, kind of ups and downs. You started off really good uh, at Hangtown, I thought, and then kind of went yeah. down. And then around Unadilla, you, you told me, I think it was Unadilla, maybe the year race after, you yeah. switched all your testing Definitely up. You, you switched all your settings up. You're testing up. You went back to square, square one, and, and near the end of the year, you put on a good push. Yeah. The, like you said, at the, at the start, it was okay. You know, mm-hmm. I. I was up front both motos at Hangtown and, you know, just kind of went backwards. Like, it was either, I think it was the first moto. I was, I whole shotted and went back to fourth. So, yeah. All that was kind of a bummer. But, uh, yeah, then after that, up and down, up and down. Um, got a podium in Colorado, I think. Wait, no, High Point mm-hmm. or Mount Morris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mount Same Morris. Same place. <laughs> the mudder there. Yeah. And then, uh, Bud's Creek was so so. Colorado got a podium. And then we did, um, you know, actually had a had a massive crash like at Red, but that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that kind of put a little dent. Yeah, you did. That definitely put a dent in the middle of my season there. What what happened? Se- Seely, no Baker, Baker, crash, crash. Ba- yeah, Baker hit the triple wrong. What was the deal there? What happened? Yeah, well, I like over. Everyone thought I like went for the went for the leap. But actually, I just, like, overshot the double part of it and uh-huh. kind of landed into the face of the big landing. And then, I like, my front end caught some ruts, and I got all my front end twisted. And somehow, I went into, like, to a massive, like, Superman 
feet in the air. Like, if I was a freestyle guy, I probably could have pulled it back, but I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> so I just ate the dirt. But And then when I was getting up, the thing that jacked me is Baker came over. You know, it was too close. I don't think they could have got a flag out, and I got hit by him, and that was yeah. that's what really did the damage, what kind of knocked me down, so. Yeah, and someone and then, I didn't um, see it, but someone told me it was gnarly. Or, or, or somebody who was standing right yeah, there I said mean, it, it was ugly. It was a gnarly, gnarly crash. I'm right. lucky that I was actually okay. You know, I just got, right. you know, just basically drilled into the ground, just hit hard. You know, mm-hmm. nothing broken. I yeah. was just bruised. So, and then, uh, and so then, then uh, you picked it back up for Unadilla with new with new bike settings, huh? That was yeah. Got a whole basically refaced the bike, made it a, a lot better. And then uh, ended up was it third overall there. Right. And actually, I was stoked my bike through you know the rest of the rounds. Yep. South Oak was kind of a bummer. Went one one in both practices. You know, I, I really mm-hmm. like the sand. Yeah. Both years I've been there, I just haven't been able to get it done. But uh, had a big crash there too. Um, yep. You know, in both motos. Uh, yeah, yeah. So obviously that was a bummer. Yeah. And Steel City podium, and then Paula. Just wasn't good starts again. Didn't make it happen. So yeah, um, yeah. Well, and then know, somehow I ended up fourth in the series, being the first <laughs> non-PC guy. That was about the only good thing about it. Yeah, it's like uh, as a guy in the media, um, when you're looking at the results, you're like, "Hmm, Tomac got fourth. How do you do that? <laughs> do you know what I mean?" And don't take offense to that, but you're like, "How do you do that? You missed yeah. Red Bud. You certainly had your fair share of bad motos, but you know you came on at the yeah. end." So, but I have to ask you, yeah. you know, as a former mechanic that's worked on a bunch of teams. In the sport, are you just a bad tester, Eli? Is it what happened? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? What? Like you set your bike up and it wasn't working, and obviously, like you said, you went to some new yeah. settings. So, what can you sort of attribute Actually, that at the, to? At the beginning of the season, I didn't. I wasn't even on a kit stuff on my forks. Okay. So that was a change we did before Colorado. Uh huh. And then um, after that, the Unadilla change was this changing stuff in the rear. Okay. Like we we got the the rear of the bike a lot higher. Yep. We changed like a lot of sag stuff. So we got it turning a lot better. Mm-hmm. And just even that just helped me a lot. I could finally start carving my bike in the corners and right. that was it. It was raising that rear up is what the big deal was. Hmm. You'd think lowering the rear would help you turn a little better. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of instances, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, for you, no. Um, you know, you know, we started like at a, like somewhere yeah. probably like a, a one ten sag and went up to like a one Oh one. So that's, that was kind of the difference, you know, in that in that way. Well, whatever whatever setting you had at the end of the year, put that in to start Hangtown, please, ASAP. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm going to do. You know, I mean, yeah, hey, yeah you were definitely better, yeah. no doubt about it, um, yeah. um, as, yeah. uh, after that change. So that was good. How do you uh, – yeah. um, and, and certainly I've been critical of you also in the media. Others have. Um, you know, you came in with a bang. You won your first ever race at Hangtown. And – Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you never want to take that away because that's an awesome achievement, an incredible achievement. But do you f- feel like, in a way, it's almost tainted the way people look at you? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> because of that, because you know, then it was like, oh, what's up, what's up with T- Tomac? How's Tomac doing? What's going on with Tomac? T- uh, and meanwhile, you're like, hey, like I'm only in my second year, one and a half years. You know what I mean? Um, I know you, it, but, it, it yeah. is crazy when you look at it like that. Like you said, you know, people are like. You know, yeah, what right. is this guy doing? He's not winning races anymore. He hasn't won since Hangtown. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, then they kind of start <laughs> looking at you like you're some veteran in the sport, you know. Uh-huh. And really, I've only had one year under my belt, yeah. you know, actually two years now. But right. during that season, you know, people think you should just be dominating. And 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was awesome to win it, but at the same time, you yeah. know, yeah. when you're, people look at you saying, you know, how come we can't win, win races? You know, they look at you like you're some veteran. So. <laughs> now, people were like, holy yeah, crap, Tomac won a race. Here we go. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. on, it's on now, and people don't realize yeah. just how hard it is to, to win at this level. Yeah, out, outdoors is yeah is a whole another deal. Right. You know it it takes yeah it takes a man. You you got to just man it out. Right. I've learned that you just got to freaking push through it. You know that was my biggest problem when I'd go into those really hot races. You know I kind of figured out yeah. you just got to push through it. You can't baby it at all, and uh, you just got to want it. That's about it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the BTOSports.com Racer X podcast show. It's that time. Time for a commercial. Thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bicar body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston goggles for $32.99, 65% off. Your order can be shipped at anywhere in the USA for free. Or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at BTOsports.com. JT Racing USA is back to reestablish its deep roots in the motocross industry with an all-new, innovative line of racewear and casual wear. While bringing many of JT's strongest design elements from its golden years back to life, the racewear is constructed with the highest-grade material on the market and has a technological fit, feel, and function that is sure to raise the bar in how motocross gear is being built. JT has relaunched itself back into motocross with the Pro Tour jersey, classic pants, lifeline, and flex field gloves in eight colorways with an assortment of men's and women's casual wear to add to its collection. By redefining the meaning of airflow, JT has incorporated its airline system technology into this collection and is now getting set to launch its all-new ALS2 helmet in seven colorways to complete the rebirth of the brand. The wait is over, so go visit your local dealer for more information or log on to jtracingusa.com to find a dealer near you. Yeah, well, I was gonna t- that's one of the questions I have down here. It, it appears, you know, last year, uh, 2010, the heat in Texas, you had some problems with that. It took you a long and You know, we know yeah. a lot more about that now than we do back in the day, but it takes a person a long time to overcome from, from, from overheating their body, you know. Um, and, yep. and you just kept going and going and going. And then this year you had a little bit of problems again. Is it a case of where you're just thinking about it too much, or, or are you really affected by the heat? I mean, everybody's I, different. I think there's – I have a little bit of both of it. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, uh, where, where was it? Millville. I got really, really hot there too. It was just weird. Right. Um, yeah. I was kind of smoked coming into there before that. Um Yeah. You know, we did, like, a big team camp. I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing, but I wasn't really feeling <laughs> spunky going into there, you know? Yeah, well, you were with Mike LaRocco. You were with Mike LaRocco yeah. in, in, the, in, the, in, the, yeah. in the middle of uh, Michigan in the summer. I can imagine what he, guys, he had you guys doing. You were probably stra- – he, he probably was strapped to a cart while you were carrying up a hill. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can pretty much say that. But, I know. You know. Going into that round, I was kind of burnt, you know. But I didn't, I didn't really think that helped. And then um, – you know, so like that round, I was I was really jacked up. You know, I had the mm-hmm. same heat problem. But then, Steel City, you know, I was I was more fresh going into there, and I just told myself I need to just do yeah. this. You know, I was just so sick of right. going back. But you know, and I ended up I went two two there, and I just you yeah. know that was one of the hottest rounds of the entire year. It was like ninety degrees. It was full right. humidity. So 
and that's like the first race where I really feel like I like broke through that barrier of mm-hmm. just pushing through it. Um, I was stoked about that. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, another guy is Brett Metcalf. Metty uh, will flat out admit it when it gets hot. You know, it gets to him for whatever reason. Um, yeah. You know, um, just one of those things that happens. But I'm thinking, you know, you grew up in Colorado. It's got to be pretty hot there. So maybe dry heat, though, only. But I don't know. It was, uh, yeah, you know. Dry heat doesn't bother me at all. It's just right. when you get into humidity, it just it feels different. So you just have to, you know, I don't know, get through it a different way. It's just weird. Yeah. You know, I think nowadays, too, the four strokes kind of just make their own climate on the bike with all the heat coming off them. And, you know, because I never used to hear about anyone like, you know, overheating so much back in the day. I mean, I wasn't really there at the races, but it just seems like it's a lot worse now than it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're kind of right. Yeah. Um, overall, um, year and a half uh, on the series, um, one Supercross season, two outdoor season, you happy with where you're at, your progress? You're happy with what's going on? Totally. I mean, I'm obviously stoked for my Supercross series. Um, outdoors could have been a little bit better. Uh, you know, this year I really wanted to at least be podium, you know, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you want to win the thing, but I'd say, yeah, I'd say I'm kind of satisfied. I mean, not obviously not completely, but it's been a good pro experience so far. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, it's been, it's been probably mm-hmm. pretty successful for you. Um, how pissed were you getting? You and and Justin and everybody were getting the pro circuit guys. I mean, they just were dominant. It's, I you know I don't. It think, got to the point. Yeah, it was uh, just like it was. Just, it just started getting annoying. Right, you know? right. It's like, like, are you serious? And then once I finally got that podium at Steel Sea, I was like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> take that. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, take that. Yeah, it's at ra- the beginning of the yeah. year though. You know, they were just like freaks, like Baggett, like at Mount Morris. You know, even though I got a podium there, he right. was just like. I started behind the guy, and he just pinned all the way to the front. You know, just stuff like that is what yeah. made you yeah. get your head spinning and just, you know, kind of go crazy. Wilson was only off the podium, I think, twice in 24 motos. I mean, that's just oh, I know. That's just ridiculous, that's you know? And, 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 Rattray, it, yeah. and Rattray just doesn't stop. You know what I mean? The guy will just keep riding. He could probably ride 80-minute motos. Motoring. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> um, so it, it, it was, it, was, it, was the mood in the truck sometimes not the greatest because of the uh, season that you guys had? Yeah, it definitely wasn't. You know, we were definitely, like, scrambling to try to find answers, you know. And right. just It just was one of those years where it's just not your year, you know. I think right. a lot of it, too, was, you know, there's a lot of kind of expectations from the year before, you know, when mm-hmm. Trey wins a thing. And then you yeah. get go out there and get fourth or fifth, you know, and then they kind of come back at you, you know, like, why aren't you winning, you know. So it's, yeah. it's kind of hard in that way, too, that our team won the year before, you know. Then it kind of makes it. Yeah look worse this year even though you're really not doing that bad you know you're still getting top five so it's you know it's just the way the sport is yeah and you came within four laps i think of sweeping both coasts and super cost season you know what i mean but nobody seemed to remember yeah. that <laughs> you yeah. know so yeah i know everybody, nobody really remember that hey i was talking to jeff stanton about your team uh not you specifically but just your team in general and he mentioned that he thought that uh, uh, there's too many people around your team, and, and Mitch doesn't run a team like that, and there's a lot of distractions. And uh, do you agree with that? Do you, do you is it something that you're trying to fix for next year? Does he have any merit in saying that? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess this is the a tough. Bit, this is the tough question. We have here. like three three owners. You know, it, it is kind of crazy. You know, you know, everyone kind of wants to push their weight right certain ways. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I don't really get into that mix, so it doesn't really affect me at all. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't, I don't, everyone has their opinions on how they should run something, so. Right, right. I can't really say what's better. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I found it interesting that he said that. It came out of left field. I was just like, what, huh? I don't know how he yeah. would know either, but that's kind of what he was saying, so. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, when you were an amateur, you, uh, you, you wrote Suzuki's Forever. And um, you switched to the Geico team. What what brought that about? Why was that? What happened? Talk about that process a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I was on Suzuki's all the way through Super Minis, mm-hmm. and I even I even rode a Suzuki 250F for a couple of weeks back at home. You know, that was right when I got off off uh-huh. them after um, Loretta Lynn's the last year. Yep. And then um, Ziggy um, just made a, a good deal to us. Yeah, it was actually you know, a couple of weeks later, so they kind of beat the deal. You know, everyone kind of thought it was uh, Tomax went to Honda because Suzuki's program kind of like went away. Right. We didn't even know that was happening. That was actually before all that. Okay, so it was just yeah, you know, uh, what we thought would be best for me going into the mm-hmm. into the pro ranks, and then obviously you know what they can offer you. So yeah. That's kind of how the way it was. Yeah, because it seemed like you were being groomed as a Suzuki kid forever. You know what I mean? When you talk to yeah, well Roger or Ian back, you know when they were at Factory Suzuki, they're like, "Yeah, we got Tomac coming up. He's gonna, you know, step up into this yeah. natural thing." I wonder if, uh, and maybe your dad would know the better answer to this, but you know, Suzuki's kind of been hit and miss with their with their 250F program. There's certainly no Geico yep. or Pro Circuit. Let's say, I wonder if uh, you know Suzuki's lack of success had anything to do with you guys going, "Hey, we're gonna go with this program." You know. I don't know. Yeah, well, we kind of had the thought, you know, there there was three teams that, you know, that really had a, a good chance of winning, and we were thinking, you know, obviously a factory team like Suzuki, right. Honda, or, you know, I mean, the factory connection team or um, Pro Circuit. So we would we would have been satisfied to end up on any mm-hmm. three of those teams, you know. Yeah. It was just the factory connection one that worked out better for us. Hey, what's uh, what's it like growing up being John Tomac's kid? I know you get that a lot, probably. But what was it like? I mean, your dad, your dad's gnarly. First of all, a he's gnarly. Uh, um, you know, and B he's he's maybe the most professional, accomplished bicycle racer ever. Mountain bike, tense, you know, uh, road racing, whatever you want to say, yep. it, however you want to say it. Um, so you know, he's got a uh, he's got some weight there, and, and you know, a lot of sometimes kids don't want to do be around or, or be associated with their dad. They want to do their own thing. But So what was it like for you? You know, well, when he was in his prime, you know, I was still, I was still a little dude just, like, cruising around with yeah. um, training wheels on, like, on a, on a mini bike. So uh-huh. really I wasn't – I mean, I can kind of remember some races and stuff, you know, which was pretty cool. I used to run around, like, still power bars from the power bar boots and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I mean – for being John Tomac, you know, like you said, like, oh, you're John Tomac's son. It really hasn't affected me. He kind of just has been like a regular dad, you know? Right, right. Isn't and, it? uh, I mean, yeah, it seems like we get along fine. Right. You know, obviously he trains me, um, with all the cardio stuff and all that. So yeah. it hasn't really been anything weird, you know? So it's just been a normal life for me. Yeah, you guys seem really tight. You guys seem really tight as a family, yeah. which is great. Great. You know, it's really good to see. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, sometimes maybe I don't know. What's he like as a dad? Is is he? Is, I I don't think he's a crazy mini dad, huh? What's he like? Uh, <laughs> no, he's like the farthest guy from that. You is know, he, we yeah. used to look at people and just right. you know, roll our eyes at some of the people in amateurs. It's crazy just how yeah. you know um, crazy people get. 
in that sport, you know, because they're putting like their houses, you know, at risk for the yeah. amount of money they put into their little amateur program. So it was just crazy <laughs> right, right. seeing parents do that, you know, when we were coming up. Uh-huh. You know, we were definitely more the the normal people, you could say. Right, right. Um, so you, you know, if, if you do bad, your dad just comes back and goes, "Hey, let's talk about it. Let's you need to do this better. What can we do here?" And I mean, is that kind of it? Yeah, yeah, he was definitely more that guy. He wasn't the, the scream and punch and throw stuff guy. Right, right. Um, you know, he would he would he would tell me when he needed to tell me, but he wasn't you know nothing out of hand where right. I'd be like, I don't want to be around this guy anymore or anything. You know, yeah, like that. Yeah. And, and how is it as a, as a, as a pro? St- still the same way? Still, uh, you know. Still, kind of just being there, helping you out, but not uh, not making too much of a scene, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what we've been trying to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, when? And, uh, oh. Yeah, it's kind of the same way. I'm actually having uh, Buddy Antonez help me out with some Supercross stuff this year. Oh, cool! I've actually, um, used him a little bit through amateurs too, just for a little technique tune-ups and all that. So. Right, right. But I'm going to take him to the races with me too this year to Supercross, so that oh. should be yeah. a good new thing. Yeah, for my for- program. So stoked on that no doubt when did you first uh i mean you say you're a little kid riding around on tricycles but when did you first yep. realize like crap my dad's kind of a big deal like do you remember like <laughs> when you were like people were asking for his autograph and people you know i mean i got i got buddies of mine that that want to meet him that ask me if i know him which i really don't and they don't even <laughs> ask me if i know eli tomac they're like do you know john tomac you know what i mean like uh <laughs> yeah. you know so when did you first begin to be like wow i guess, I guess my dad was pretty good yeah, I, man, I'd say maybe when I was like 10 or something is when you kind of just start yeah. realizing what's going on in the world, you know? Right, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would just say somewhere in there, you know, I mean, really, I it was just normal for me because you, you grow up with them, so it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing like it's, it's yeah. weird or a shocker, you know, because you're there all the time. So yeah. that stuff just seems like normal life, you know? Is like, you, yeah. you know, when you said someone would come up and ask for an autograph or, Ask for this, ask for that, you know. But right. uh, yeah, I mean, when he's at the motocross races, he he doesn't get like completely flooded by people. So yeah, yeah, I've seen him. I've Nothing seen him sign crazy. a few though. I've seen him sign a few for sure. Yeah, he he does. He he gets like one or two a day. Yeah, so. yeah, no doubt. Um, <laughs> was there? A, did you bicycle? Did you mountain bike? Did you bicycle? And did you have a, at some point decide to go moto? Was it that way at all? Um, yeah, I did some BMX. Okay. Um, when I was like five or something, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. when I was a little dude. Yeah. We did a lot of BMX. Um, I never really was fully committed to it at all. You know, like I'd BMX and then I'd go yeah. right around my little PW50 or whatever. So, right. um, no, I never like did like cross country racing or downhilling. It was all just BMX stuff. Yeah. So you were always into moto. It was always going to be moto for you, no doubt. Yeah. It was definitely more moto. Yeah. You know? and, and your dad won a Loretta's title, right? Yeah. Didn't he? I think. Yep, yeah. He won. Yeah. yeah the vet, vet 30. B, I think it was. See, like, actually, yeah. I would have won that same year too. I think because I was on fifty, uh-huh. on the, in the fifty class, seven to eight. I went like one two or two one or three one or something. And the right. last moto, or it could have been the second moto anyway. Mm-hmm. On the last lap, my chain broke in the second to last corner, oh. <laughs> and I freaking lost the thing. Not on the last lap, <laughs> on the second last corner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the last lap, second to last corner in the right-hand sweeper. Oh, My man. chain, like, derailed or the, or something went wrong. You know, right. it fell off. It was right. just like, oh. it would have been nuts because we would both would have won. But yeah, that that's would, like yeah. typical Loretta's, you know, crazy stuff always happens there. So Yeah, any, anything can go. I know. I, it's just, uh, I, I, I realize your dad won a title. And I'm just thinking to myself, just 
how gnarly your dad is, and I don't want to turn this into a podcast about <laughs> your dad, but he's just he's just gnarly. That's all there is to it, you know. He's, he's so much more yeah. of a, he's so much more of a man than I am. Like it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> He's he's just done everything, and he probably looks at me. He probably looks at me like all being all chubby, and he's just disgusted, just disgusted. <laughs> but uh, and he still just cranks it out too. Like we, today, we went on for um, mm-hmm. you know a ride with Aaron Gwynn. He's my dad actually trains Aaron Gwynn now too. He's been kind of like the new upper upper okay. comer downhill guy. He's just killing it. Like he won five out of six um, all right. of the World Cup this year. So so he's yeah. Badass. Yeah, we went on a ride this morning, and he was just still cranking it out. You know, we do like the threshold stuff you know he's just right there with me the entire time pushing me so it's crazy how much of an animal he is on the bicycle that's what i mean the guy's just i mean he's just so much yeah. more man than than most of us walking this earth you know yeah. <laughs> uh, um getting back to you though what uh what would you be happy with this year what what kind of all your goals uh what uh, or do you like to do that do you like to, to put some goals in there but what, yeah. do, you, what do you think Obviously, you know, since I got second this year, I, I got a win this year, <laughs> yeah, you know, right, Supercross. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, yeah, win, basically win is what yeah. the goal is now. Yeah. You know, going to your third year of, of outdoors, you know, and second year of Supercross, you want to be winning. So that's that's the goal is just to, yeah. you know, win and be consistent, stay on the box. Uh, how many more? You got one more year of lights after this, or this isn't it, is it? You know, one more year? Yeah, if I would have won last year, this would have been this year, but um, I'm right. actually with yeah. Geico through 2013. Okay, yeah. So you already got a deal yeah. signed and everything. Wow, nice. Yeah, we did that this year. So yep. I'll be with those guys pretty much for my lights career, I guess you could say. Uh, favorite favorite outdoor? would be the plan. Yeah, right. Favorite outdoor track. Do you have one? Yep. Colorado? Lakewood? Uh, man, I would say Red Bud, even though it hasn't treated me the best. That <laughs> yeah. place is just awesome with the fans and uh-huh. And everything around it, I'd just say Red Bud, yeah. And actually Southwick, too. But the tracks I like the most, I haven't done the best at, so right. it's kind of weird. But those are my favorite. Hey, I get a sense that, uh, I mean, I don't know how much money you're making. You're probably making, you know, a fair amount of change. Um, I get a sense that you don't get caught up in a lot of the other stuff that kids your age do um, in the moto scene. You know, I mean, let's face it, you're kind of a big deal, Uh you know, yeah. and and you're making some, yeah, he says, but no, uh, you're making some money and, uh, you, you, you just, is it just not your deal? You just don't want to be involved in that. And is it co- a conscious decision to just, uh, I mean, you, you, you pretty much, you, de- you define laying low, you know what I mean? There, there's no, yeah. there's no Tomac stories out there for, for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, the only thing I have is like a, is a, a new F-150 truck. That's about the only thing I've uh-huh. I've bought, you know, you could say, but other than that, I think the big help too is just having, you know, my parents around with me the whole time. Yeah. You know, they, they basically keep me from being an idiot and going out <laughs> there and, and burning it all. So it's, right. it's definitely, I'd have to thank my parents for that one, you know, for teaching me how to, uh, yeah, yeah just be smart, you know, there's, there's definitely some stories of some wasted talent from kids who just kind of yeah. went on their own. Right. Yeah. I mean, is that, yeah, I definitely realize that this is only going to last for, uh, you know, 15 years instead of yeah. 40 years like a regular job would. So yeah. I definitely, uh, yeah, that's my plan is to be smart. Well, good. Well done. I think you're on your way. Um, hey, man, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, I got, no problem. got to know you a little bit better. The fans got to know what's going on a little bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for doing it. Good luck this year. I'm sure we'll see you at Anaheim. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure it'll go well for you. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Thanks, Eli. Uh, okay. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. 
Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to find the more than 200 episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix.